Hi, and welcome back to the Diamond Podcast. My name's Mason. Uh, we're joined by Jake, Matt, and our commissioner of our fantasy league, Brad Vandermissen. Uh, we just did our draft today, uh, and it went pretty well. Um, some of us took uh, some ish- interesting choices early in the draft. Uh, <laughs> not, to name any, lead- not, not to name any names, Jackson Bauer. <laughs> also leading with our commissioner, taking Wander very early. There's a reason why I have commissioner, and they're not. They don't see the future. <laughs> <laughs> they can't pay to rig the game. Yeah. But Brad, you want to introduce yourself a little yeah, bit? This is Rob Manfred Jr. Yeah, <laughs> a good friend of all these guys. My mom loves Jake more than me. I met, this is like third time I've met him, but he's a great guy. Plus up. Uh, good friends with Mason and Matt. Uh, I remember 11, 12 All-Stars. Mason was batting in front of me. We had like four hits that day. I was two for two. They were both singles because he got on base in front of me both times. And I couldn't turn him into doubles. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I peaked in 2011 or so, and uh, <laughs> haven't thrown a baseball since we lost districts our senior year of high school. I stand by that. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah. Oh. So the uh, leading topic of today, uh, we're going to talk about, uh, what are we doing, injuries first? No, we're no we'll do extra, like the past three. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the, the, couple, the couple signings that happened uh, since the last time. Uh, you joined us. Uh, started off with uh, Korea. What are your thoughts, Matt? On to be honest with you, I was pissed about this. I think like it's a good deal for Korea in the short term. I don't think he wants to be in Minnesota. It's just the best offer he probably had at the time because that is a terrible deal for Minnesota. The dude has two opt outs in three years. Yeah, like what? And for like, I think obviously he expected to get more. He expected to get more money after the after the lockout. Otherwise, he right. would have taken the t- deal the Tigers made. But I just think, like, with Correa now, it's obviously more about money than it is winning. It's, well, I mean, early in free agency and, like, right after the lockout ended, you saw the Twins making moves and everyone was kind of confused. Like, what are they doing trading for people when they should be at the bottom of the league kind of trying to rebuild? And I think it was too – sweeten the deal for him but maybe it's like a prove i can play kind of contract they can trade him somewhere else if they're not winning or maybe he actually does want to build a winning culture there i mean they traded for sunny gray see that's a that's the thing about the twins though is like sure they have enough potential on the offensive side you know sunny gray is a good signing but other than sunny gray like i don't know where they're gonna get it where they're gonna get their pitching from right uh, offensively, I think it sets him up well too because there's he's he's joining a good lineup still, so he'll still have some protection around him and stuff. And I think it is good for him for the future. I mean, it, it was the best short term deal that he could get. I mean, he's stupid for not taking Detroit's deal, but you know that makes him look dumb now because <laughs> he didn't get a long term deal. But also, you know, biased obviously. But I think it's bad for him to not get that long term deal though. He should he. I mean, that's what he wanted, but. It just didn't work out after the, like after other shortstops obviously took their contracts before he did, being the last one off the board. Sometimes you get screwed over a little bit. And I think like even with like the Twins with Charade and Donaldson for Gary Sanchez and um, who was I'm having a mind. Oh, Gio Urshela. Yeah, Gio Urshela. Yeah. Like Gio Urshela, he played. He's had a really good couple of years with the Yankees, and I think he'll be he'll be a help. But I think the 
key to the Twins is to see how Gary Sanchez performs. I mean, like, he's never been a really good defensive catcher, but he's been a guy that will hit you some home runs. But last couple of years, he's been really inconsistent, like, uh, with average-wise. So I think if they can get him like he was his first couple of years in the Bronx, you know, when he was, like, a leader for Rookie of the Year and stuff like that, right. I think that will be a big help. But, you know, I think he determines whether the Twins won that trade or if the Yankees won that trade. I think the success for Gary Sanchez – You'd have you. I don't think you can look at average really. I think with him, it's usually not a lot of players, but like how many home runs is he going to hit? Because that's what Gary Sanchez is. Is he's either a, he's a three outcome player. But I think so. Well, if he strike or if he strikes out a million times, hits like fifty home runs, say people are going to be like, well, he had a decent season. Yeah, but then but then it'll be but, the same thing as you shitting on Salvador Perez. The dude hit 50 home runs, but can't I never play said a Gary Sa- defense. Yeah. I never said Gary Sanchez can't was good. Can't play defense and can't hit for average. out every goddamn I, time. No, but, but this kid literally hates, hates on Salvador Perez oh for the God. same stuff. Yeah. Hey? But he's Listen. like, oh, it could be good. It could be good. <laughs> Listen. It's that's just, it's just how not good for Salvi. When Salvi looked before, Jeez, he man. was the best defensive catcher. He was a good hitter. But the dude had Tommy John. What do you expect? Expect perfection. And that is it. He became a better hitter because he had Tommy John. I don't know what he was. See, personally, if I were the Twins, I wouldn't have Gary Sanchez catching at all. Where would you have Pavel play? DH? Yeah, that's true, I guess. <laughs> I mean, especially now that they don't have uh, you- Nelly. I guess DH probably. You do not want that guy anywhere near the plate unless he has a bat in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, who the heck the Yankees going to have catch? They traded their catcher. With Kyle the Higashioka. Did they get Higashioka? Hig- yeah, he's he was there last year. I think he should have been catching the past two years. But Gary Sanchez might break out. But no, he's going to be because he was Garrett Cole's catcher, and now that he's going to be. I think he's slotted in at their full-time catcher for now, unless they call somebody up. But I mean, no, I think the twins, obviously they're going to have a lot of offense potential, but I just don't see, I mean, I don't see them beating Chicago. I think the tigers are more built than them right now. I think they'll probably finish third in the division. Who twins? Yeah. Twins. Yeah. Probably. I, which is, if you're I mean, it's if you're be a fit. battle for Detroit or Minnesota to I see think, who gets like a wild card spot, I think. I think Kansas City, they're the farthest the play. I think oh, if you're sure. a fan of the Twins though and oh, yeah. they take third, you gotta be happy about that after having a le- like one of the league's worst records and seeing your team go from that to third place in a what is turning to be a really strong division. Yeah. It's not too bad of an outcome. The Los Angeles Angels of the Midwest. No <laughs> yeah. <pitching>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, as I as I say that, they're probably just gonna shut out the Tigers like five times this year. <laughs> as a growing up a Brewers fan and kind of transitioning more to being a Tigers fan, as I've kind of moved closer to that area in the last few years, I think the Twins have always been a team that I want to see them do well. I don't really have a reason to hate them, <laughs> a reason to like them. It's just they're one of those teams that I feel like. If they have a good season, I'm going to be happy for them kind of thing. If they have a bad season, I feel bad for them. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's not yeah. like I'm like, hell yeah, go Twins, let's go win a World <laughs> Series. Uh, it's just, I it I don't know, I think adding Korea to the lineup is good start. I think they have other moves that they need to make. Just, it's in the right direction. So. I think like, like you say with the Twins, they don't give you a reason to hate them because like, 
they've had really good teams, you know, even back to the Joe Mauer, Justin Morneau days, and they never really had a big payroll. You know what I mean? Shout mm-hmm. out Kevin Taffany, former alma mater. Shout out Ron Gardenhire. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Punto. Oh, God. No, they're like, I think the Twins, they, if they add like a, because they have Sonny Gray, nothing really behind that. <laughs> they should do like a package deal and got like Castillo too. Yeah. That could have been. See, the, the thing I don't get is they literally traded Jose Bar- Barrios last year, yet just yeah. to go get Sonny Gray. Well, I mean, they got Austin Martin, so they got he got they got a lot younger with that trade. But I don't know if Austin Martin has he's the not, same ceiling as Barrios would. The thing with Martin is I don't think no. he's ready yet. No, no, he didn't like the, the problem with Martin is they don't know what position he's going to play. He's not that great in in the infield. He was yeah. shortstop in college. They kind of moved him around. They think his best spots in center, but um, fat chance. You, you got Byron Bunsen in center, so I don't know how. Well, to... I mean, if Max Kepler keeps kind of not hitting the way he did in 2019, they might stick him out and right and see. But that's a good problem to have is he knows these positions. It's all just the choice of where do you want him to play, and you can really get him in and train him to that one position. But I, I think they'd be way better off right now if they could have traded for Sonny and kept Barrios. Like mm-hmm. that, like you'd think they're like a good ball club then. Yeah. Like I think that's the big difference. Like having having two good starters, two like front line guys, like is a, like a way way bigger difference than having depth in multiple positions mm-hmm. for me. You know, even though he's a young guy that can work out in the future, it's like. They're, it's like they're attempting to start a rebuild early, kind of like preparing for More that too a, early, like a retooling. Because yeah. you guys know, like rebuilds that you see coming for a long time are the worst things you can deal with. Like if I if I'm being honest <laughs> with you today, today was such a mix of emotions for Tiger fans. You know that are we are just coming out of the rebuild. I mean, you obviously have Riley Green who just broke his foot. And then, like, <laughs> and then later on in the day, it just brought so much joy. Spencer Torkelson getting called up. Like, you can, we, Tiger fans, like, we've been through the whole rebuild thing. We've been rebuilding since 2016. We can finally start to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think a lot of rebuilding teams, like, you never know when it's going to end. Like, look at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Pittsburgh's been, never <laughs> ending. Pittsburgh hasn't been good since Garrett Cole was on Pittsburgh. Black and yellow yeah. is the never ending nightmare. <laughs> yeah. You got. Hey, they got Brian Anderson, or not Brian Anderson, uh, Brian Reynolds. But even, <laughs> but even like a team like Kansas City, like sure they have the number one prospect in baseball, and Bobby Witt. But who else do they really have? They have a lot of young guys. I don't know. They're like unproven young. So either they could be really good, but or they'll just continue to be really bad. Like the only two, like I think, like. I thought at the time Ben Attendee was a good trade, but he hasn't ben, really done anything. Ben had a good season last year. But, like, not – Yeah. Better yeah. than the season before. He doesn't, like, stand out. You know what yeah. I mean? like Yeah, he's not, like, a star. or He's not, like, the big name he was in Boston. But I think that's just market change. Well, and he – like, he in Boston, he kind of just blended in, though. They had so many good guys. You yeah. Know what I mean? He didn't need to be the guy. Where yeah. in Kansas City, it's basically – him, Wit, and Salvi. 
and then you got like Brady Singer, who has so much pressure on to be an ace. Yeah, he had he had a good year in the and lockout, but last year he kind of struggled. Asa Lacy down in the minors, he had a shaky first full year, but and people are already calling for his head. Like how stressful do you think that is as a uh, prospect that hasn't even pitched a game in the majors yet? Like I think it's just a whole. They need a proven star that can handle that. Mm. And they I have. Think, I think they're away a little ways away from needing a proven star. Like, yeah, I think you, you, you just wait, just wait. It'll happen eventually. Yeah, you'll be fine. Like, I'm not saying go I, out and re- trade for I, one tonight. Re- rebuilds need to happen. I think they're kind of in like the first part of their rebuild, like how the Tigers were when like Mize and them got moved up. Like, they're gonna move them up, and they might have some struggles early. I'm talking about like Bobby Witt and them. Yeah, they're gonna but have some tough. They still got a few more years. I feel like until. They'll be ready, you know, to sign some big three agents and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's crazy to think that not too long ago, well, it is kind of long ago now, but they won. They went to back to back World Series in six years, seven years. Mm-hmm. Wow! But you go all out, and sometimes you have to rebuild after. <laughs> hey, but they won it, works, so you know. But so we talked about the twin side of the Yankees trade. What do you guys think? You know, getting Donaldson and all, and uh. Kiner Falefa. That must be fun in the locker room. Donaldson Cole. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like everyone everyone kind of, you know, blew that up. I feel like it wasn't as big as everyone made it seem. Like yeah, the dudes most pitchers are proven to have cheated. So he gets called out. Big yeah. wolf. You didn't get in trouble for it or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don, Don, everyone has the right to their own opinion. Donaldson said his opinion. Obviously, I mean, right. I mean he, does, he he gets he gets to say that, you know. And I feel like if it was such a big deal, they went to Brock Donaldson. Also, there's uh, that dudes on Donaldson's team were definitely doing it too. It's like, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. I think <laughs> well, I maybe think not because they didn't win very many games. So <laughs> that just means they're not doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I feel I feel like you're not it's... as good at cheating doesn't mean you're... <laughs> yeah. I feel I mean at the end of the day, they're both adults. Like I think that's the way I would look at it, and I think. Yes, he called him out back then and said some things that, honestly, I didn't think he was out of line in any way. I think he had a right to say it. I like really was thinking the same He was thing. frustrated. Yeah. yeah, we all knew what was going on kind of thing, and he's just the one that spoke up. And I think they, now that they're on the same team, it's they got to squash that beef if there mm-hmm. is any beef there. Like Matt said, I think it was overplayed a little bit. Yeah. But I think it, it, they got to squash that beef, move on, because – the end of the day they're professionals they're there for the same reason as try and get to a world series yeah and if they don't yeah then i think that'll cause a lot of locker room stir which affects on field so exactly yeah hopefully they can handle it because i me and brad were saying earlier that there's nobody on the yankees that we really hate or even really dislike but it's the yankees so it's kind of like so fuck them. yeah but yeah. i kind of hope for the players that they have that I like, I kind of hope they do well. No, I never want the Yankees. <laughs> I remember I hope uh, they have an awful season after too. getting rid of Riley Green. <laughs> I remember when John Carlos Stanton first went up to New York, and I used to love him when he was down mm. in Miami. That was cool because he was hitting, was hitting long bombs all the time, and I was like, I want to be like him when I grow up. <laughs> I was one for twenty batting my season. I was a little off, but. I remember when he went there, and I was like, oh, that, that kind of sucks, <laughs> but, you know. But at the same time, like, 
now they got Aaron Judge up there. So it's like kind of like a duo to me. Like they're mm-hmm. just both out there hitting bombs kind of thing. It's the, it's fun to watch. I enjoy watching the Yankees. I just hope they lose every game they play. <laughs> they're the big dudes in the league, and they yeah. just so happen to play on the same team. Exactly. So, and the Yankees are supposed to be the big dudes of the, you know, league. MLB. But yeah. yet, I think they're the third best in their division. Yeah. No, nah, I think they. I don't know. The Rays. They could the Red be a Sox. I, they could be a fourth. Who? The Yankees. Oh, Blue the Jays. Blue Jays have about, the best I team. I forgot about the Blue Jays. The AL East. Yeah, so they're the fourth best team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Maybe the Orioles go crazy. I forgot, this year. <laughs> I forgot about the Blue Jays. I, or, I forgot you, about the Blue Jays. And you're like fourth? I was like, that's you ain't telling me the Orioles are better. Literally <laughs> the best team in the AL on paper right now is the Blue Jays. So yeah, I, how do you forget about them? I would agree. I mean, especially with their signing of Gosman. You know what I mean? They got Matt Chapman. I don't know, Chapman, really good defender. He's going to hit about 220. I mean, you think he's better than Kevin Vigio? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Chapman uh, helps that team. Uh, so, speaking of that, uh, more free agent signings with uh, Freddie Freeman going to the Dodgers. See, How does that make you feel? I don't know. Like, I, I just get mad at teams like the Yankees and Dodgers. It's like, how much money are you going to spend? How many, how many I, all-star guys? How many all-star guys do you need to win a World Series? Like, holy crap. Then they go and get Craig Kimbrell. Yeah, well, Kimbrell's kind of not as good as he used to be. But still, how many how many I, people do you need to they've, – they've spent all this money for the last 10 years and they have one World Series to count for it, show for it. I have a, and it wasn't even a real World Series. Let's yeah. get that out of the way. That's true. I have a theory <laughs> that Craig Kimbrell's going to improve this year. He's going to have like a better year than he's had the last couple just because he's on that new team. He's, He's getting out there, fires under him again, kind of thing. He's gonna be out there with Kershaw. Everybody wants to pitch with Kershaw. I want, <laughs> I want to pitch with Kershaw. I find fastball maxed out at sixty-eight miles an hour. Right? Shitting on himself. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't want to play. That's same. I think he's gonna. So. I think he's gonna. Have, <laughs> you don't want to play off Kershaw. <laughs> you don't want to play off Kershaw. I think he's gonna have a better year than what he's been having, and then come like beginning of August, it's gonna slow back up to what he's been doing. Yeah, real, real talk. Do you know Kershaw and Matthew Stafford went to the same high school? I did. Everybody. <laughs> That's why I said it. It's a joke. God. It's a running joke. No. I what? like if what? I could what? see. What? Yeah. <laughs> if I could see Kimbrel. Um, no, they couldn't. Do. <laughs> yeah, they did. They, 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 they did. I, they did. I'm joking. God. <laughs> but see, okay, we're off. They did, Matthew. Getting okay. off topic. They did it. They yeah, played together. They played okay. baseball. <laughs> okay, so if Kimbrough could do what he did like in the first half of the year last year, all year this year, they have like it's solidified best bullpen in all of baseball. Like not even close to any other team with him like trying him. But if he's what he was after he left the Cubs, gonna be a little dicey. See, I think he wasn't comfortable in the eighth inning role. He's so used to being a closer. He hadn't like dominant numbers with the Cubs, and then once he got traded to the White Sox, he, de- he definitely struggled a lot. So I think that he just wasn't comfortable in the eighth inning role. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it should, in my mind, it should be easier to do the eighth than the ninth because if you make a mistake but, in the ninth, you're fucked. Like the game's over. But you when, lost. But, but, but you get so used to that adrenaline, though. Some people yeah. like that pressure. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I could see it. Makes sense. 
But anyway, we, we didn't like even didn't talk we didn't even talk about Freddie time. Freeman. But, what the heck were we even talking about? I we, said we brought yeah, it up to talk about Freeman, and then I mean, just, I I went off sure. I went off the about the money, which is talking about Freddie Freeman. Is like I don't like the Dodgers because all they do is spend money. I th- see. I wish I could not like the Dodgers, but I don't have a problem with. The I Dodgers. hate. The I hate the Dodgers. I don't know why I don't like. Like I don't they have just, a problem with the Dodgers. They just slightly annoy me. Like yeah. I think I have a similar feeling as I do with the Yankees, where I don't really have a reason to like them or hate them, and it's just in general I'm, I just kind of slightly dislike the organization. I don't know why it is. I I think it was just because I would get so frustrated with Clayton Kershaw because he would do so well during a season and then he hits the playoffs and just absolutely tanks. And I think that's probably why I just don't really care for the Dodgers. See, I think, I think like from the beginning though, sorry. I think, I think from the beginning though, everyone's like, he's going to, he's going to stay in Atlanta or he's going to LA. You yeah. Know, it was one of the two. And obviously Atlanta was tired of waiting. So they traded for Matt Olson and you know, that kind of, Seemingly, Atlanta you know, was tired the, of waiting. Atlanta well, was looking to okay. move on. The, the Yankees you know. brought in Rizzo, so that will cut the ties there. And he's from California. You know, I guess, even though I hate the Dodgers, I guess it made a lot of sense him for him as a person. You know what I mean? But yeah, like with the whole, like they gave him a couple different offers to let him think about. And he never, like, he could have thought about it all through and signed right when the um de- or the lockout was over. But he didn't sign for like another week and a half or two weeks after that. And I feel like at that point the Braves were just thinking, okay, he's not going to accept our offer. We got to do something before it gets out of hand. And then they traded for Matt Olson, who is, in my opinion, better, more useful. Yeah, and By the numbers, yeah. Yeah, and with... It kind of, like, I love Freddie Freeman, but it kind of irked me how he's like, well, they just, or threw the blanket over me, and he was kind of, he was kind of getting a lot of crap during the like playoffs, though. Like, I mean, he he was hitting terribly, but like, you get he was catching a lot of flack from fans and stuff, yeah. which doesn't bode well with a person sometimes. Yeah, but so I think that I mean that's got to play a role in it. Yeah. I mean him. He, he yeah. was the heart of the team too. So, and like once they won the World Series, I'm like they have to re-sign him or this whole franchise is going to like explode internally. And you, you could tell like just listening to some of the interviews after he after they traded for Matt Olson, like the players weren't like pissed that they got Matt Olson, but you could tell that they were a little irked that they didn't re-sign Freddie. Mm-hmm. Cuz yeah. Freddie, you know, when you think of the Braves, you think of Chipper. You think of the '90s Braves, and then you think of Freddie, Freddie Freeman, Freeman, Ronald Acuna Jr. And you lost fifty yeah. percent of your team's identity, but at the same time, you did get statistically the better player at the end of the day. But I think I think the re- I, it hurts Atlanta the most because Acuna is not going to be ready to go right away. So you don't have like one of your two mm-hmm. stars that is like implemented right away. So like losing Freeman's even bigger for like that early yeah. season ticket getting and like stuff like that, like hype around the team. That's gonna be weird because they they don't have either of their two like star stars. You know, yeah, you gotta. I, I, it's gonna be weird. I just think it's weird. Like you win a World Series, like everyone's out, everyone after they win, you know, a championship in any sport, so they're automatically like run it back, run it back. You right. know, to not have Freddie there when they're trying to run it back, it's just kind of weird to me. 
Yeah. yeah. Feels like a complete L of a season. Yeah. 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 They're a shell of what and, they once were when they won yeah. the World Series. Yeah. And it's even like just it, a turnaround. Like, yeah. Like I think they're they're a better team now, but like when you look at it as a fan, like if you're a Braves fan, you're sitting there like, wow, we just got rid of my favorite player and I don't want to go to the, like, I don't want to go watch them anymore. So they got to kind of count on Albies, Austin Riley, and like Soroka and Freed to kind of take up the big name role Mm. to sell tickets, but they're not super marketable yet. I don't think Albies might, but it's just, it's just hard to lose a cornerstone. Yeah. And, expect it to be fine right after or immediately at least and now they'll be fine for the season but like yeah but it's just a weird it's it'll be a weird start for him i think it hurts though seeing freddie go to the dodgers because i can no longer truly love him like i did before oh come on i know you have it's not his fault and the trey turner don't even get me started (laughs) i I've Don't watched, even get you started. I've watched oh my goodness. the Nationals lose to the Dodgers in the playoffs too many times in my life. The Nationals not good. How many World Series do the Tigers have in the past 10 oh, years? Oh, shut up. But you, don't have, you don't have to throw haymakers at us. Just, yeah. Just putting it out there. I'm sorry. The Tigers didn't give up 28 runs in a spring training game. That was fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fun fact. The Nationals also did it in the regular season last year. <laughs> Jokes on you, Matt. <laughs> See, the irony is, you know, former Tiger Hannibal Sanchez gave up then of the 20. <laughs> God, how bad do you have to be to give up 10 runs in an inning? Two. Two innings. That doesn't make it better. <laughs> that, that looks like Matt's show team right now. That's that's actually almost worse because you're like, okay, he gave up like this many here. Do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Go out there again. And then, then Kay the Cavalli goes in. Oh, I can't do any worse than Hannibal. Gives up another 10 runs. He gave up 10? Yeah. They both yeah. gave up 10. Oh, wow. That's impressive. To give up, have two pitchers give up 10 runs, 10 earned runs in the same game. Hey, but the impressive. thing is, Kate is like young. So I'm giving him time. Hannibal is like basically dead. Get him out of the door. <laughs> He's old. He is definitely well, and he can't throw the fastball as hard as he used to. Stuff happens. <laughs> so what do you guys think of uh, Trevor Story going to Boston? Like, I think that's so weird. Like, like, I remember when he first, like, got onto the Rockies, his first, I think it was, like, seven games out, he hit, like, eight or nine home runs, and I drafted him. Like, two years <laughs> <laughs> first overall pick? <laughs> no, I think I took him, like, fourth round last year or something. Which I felt, I felt that's, was that's decent, right? And like he's what I've always identified the Rockies as was like mm-hmm. Trevor Story. He was like the Fred Freeman and Acuna Junior of Atlanta. Like yeah. he was that guy for the Rockies to me. And now he's gone, and so now I, <laughs> so now funny. I feel like the Rockies are just a completely irrelevant organization. Hey, they got my boy KB. Which, Matt's no, boyfriend is there. So. I'm just saying, in my mind, <laughs> they're gone. Yeah, like right. it's, it's weird. It's a, I don't know. That's my take. Yeah. The Rockies suck. <laughs> yeah. The, you're like, they just like couldn't make Trevor Starr happy. That's just, that's just stupid. Like, See, it's just, it, it'd be like if 
Mike Trout would have just left the Angels at like some point in his career. He should have. Like <laughs> that's the equivalent. Like I mean, if like they would be nothing without Mike Trout, and that's how I feel the Rockies are now that they lost Trevor Story. I think the whole Trevor Story thing is kind of stupid. Like the whole offseason, he was like, "I'm not playing second base. I'm not playing second base. I'm not playing second base." So that probably that, that probably <laughs> took took away half the teams just by saying he's not going to play second base. Like, I don't know. I just think like if if you would have been open, if you would have been open to both, right? I think he would have made more money and. Obviously, Boston's a good situation, anyways. But like, he would have so many more opportunities. And the thing with Boston too is uh, Xander's contract's up at the end of the year. If they're if he's asking too much, they can get rid of him, go and sign with somebody else that wants your poor defense. And they got and G- then they just move Story over. And they got Jeter Downs, and yeah, minors too. So they're I think they're in a good spot. And if they do resign him, great. Then Story's just gonna have to suck it up and play second. But I think I think Story should be playing shortstop because Xander is probably better with nothing. He's about as good with a glove or without one in the field. I th- like he can't feel for shit. I think like how his power played at Coors. I think his power will play at Fenway too. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. he's a you know when he pulls the ball, he you know he crushes it. Oh. Having that green monster there was it three ten. Yeah. I think putting I think, it on top of there, it's gonna be beautiful. I think you know <laughs> that's gonna be a good situation for him to to you know get his numbers back up to what you know we're all accustomed to him being mm-hmm. right after having a down year last year. Plus, he's in lower elevation. Maybe his uh, um, lungs are in better shape. So, what do you mean? Like his endurance is better? Yeah. Because in Colorado, he's smoking some joints or what? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I mean, no, you live there, no. you got to do it. Oh, sure. But, yeah, sure, sure, sure. his body's just in better shape from being in higher elevation. So I think he'll be even more – like he'll look even more athletic in Boston than he did, if that makes any sense. He's got more oxygen. He's, he's going to be going. He's going to be, be, like, like, like be like this. He's Doobie Rush. Doobie Rush. Do be running like one mile in Colorado compared to like five miles anywhere else. <laughs> I mean, how long how long has he played there? Since he has to be like be, saying it right now, best athlete in the world outside of Colorado. <laughs> sure. Okay, whatever sure. you say. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, we, we just won't dispute your No, your don't takes. do it. Outside of Colorado. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't think he was the best athlete in Colorado, anyways. Last year? I mean, like <laughs> throughout his time overall. Yeah. Oh, dude, Arenado, Peyton Manning. Fuck no. Oh, uh, when he Peyton was in Manning, Denver? an athlete. I mean, he, he can sling a football, but that don't mean he's an athlete. <laughs> I mean, you're playing quarterback. He was like the, the only player level. slower than Tom Brady. <laughs> he was slower than Tom Brady. Anyway. We don't talk about football here. Tom Brady had slowest combines. Slowest combine. He got faster after that. More rushing yards. Did you see Tom Brady last year? He was moving. <laughs> hey, so Jake he just was. found out, like, recently. I just got a random-ass text one day from Jake. Dude, do you know Tom Brady got drafted by the Expos? Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that. <laughs> I was like, I'm surprised. Like, like, the amount of baseball you watch and stuff, I'm surprised yeah, you did not know. No, like, it, I'm, I literally probably just look at my phone. They probably put it on uh, MLB Network every day and i just so happen to look at my phone or leave the room oh, yeah. when it's on there pretty much any i see on twitter all the time i feel like gets drafted by some baseball <laughs> patty Probably. mahomes, Patty mahomes Tigers. kyler murray yeah now he owns oh. your rival 
Huh? Yeah, he does. Now he owns your he rival. Is <laughs> <laughs> there any other free agent moves here? Nothing big that I can think of yeah. at the moment, but there probably yeah. has. Want to move into some injuries? Talking about how that can affect teams down the road. Yeah, how about uh, Matt? Sure, low Matt. Like I said, Buck Showalter had a flashback to his Oriole days. Saw Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer in the in the locker room or whatever. He's like, damn, this is what real MLB pitching's like. Pitches him six innings in the first spring training game. <laughs> he looks at Max Scherzer. He's like, it's go time. What? I haven't thrown a baseball. Six innings or you're cut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, dude got flashbacks to what that Chris uh, uh was it like till I don't even remember I don't know. bro but he was like their ace back in the day yeah. Dylan Bundy he got flashbacks to Dylan Bundy <laughs> but like how does that how does this affect the Mets uh like long term do we like do the Mets will they still be able to like make the playoffs? Or I think they'll, they'll like, how how like because that's a, I, I mean they have some other pitching staff. They got Chris Bassett who I, I picked up in fantasy because <laughs> I know he's gonna have a good first half just because of those injuries. I think ori- like originally everybody was thinking, yeah, they're making like they're gonna be the leaders of the NL East. The pitching staff that they have, the team they have, are gonna be great. Now I see him as like a second or like a wild card third place team. Who's winning it? The division? Yeah. Braves? Oh, yeah, I forgot about the Braves. Yeah. How do you um, forget about the Braves? I, I, was, I was thinking, like, <laughs> Phillies. I was thinking Phillies. Like, Fuck, no, they're going to take fourth again like the, they do every The Phillies year. have got to be the worst <laughs> defensive team in baseball. They're going to lose games 30-29. to 29. Dude, I saw I saw on Twitter they were practicing Bryce Harper and Nick Castellanos at short and third. Well, I mean, they're I mean, that's – Castellanos, you could play anywhere, and he he's probably play. just as good with a glove anywhere else. Castellanos played third for the Tigers, but but isn't that one of the things he wanted was to play third? I don't know. The dude just didn't want to be in the Comerica Park dimensions. Yeah, no more. Yeah. They broke him loose. <laughs> good but, for him. But I don't know. I think like the Mets. I mean, obviously Degrom's gonna be out for a while, but I don't know if they can get Scherzer back. You know, him and uh, Bassett. You know, I think they'll be. They'll be maybe a playoff team. Like I feel like they might be fighting for the last couple spots, but I don't think they'll win the division. The, the thing with Scherzer, though, too, is one injury always leads to another with him, but when he is on the field, he is dominant. So you have a negative and a positive kind of evening out. So it's like when you when he's on the field, you're, you know you're going to get like seven innings, eight innings of great pitching, but that's just the – can he stay healthy past this? Right. So I want to bring this up just because, you know, it has to deal with Jake's team. Uh, I saw Steven, so Steven Strasburg's hurt, obviously. And I saw that he has the same exact injury that ended Matt Harvey. What do you think of that? It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, he's had injuries literally since he was drafted. So I can't say I'm like – Whoa, this came out of nowhere. Everyone knew it. Like, he is the most injury prone pitcher in the league. But at the same time, had a hell of a if, postseason. If though. he does, hell of a postseason. Yeah. And I mean, season. that's why I don't like, obviously, I care because I like him on the team, but he did bring us a World Series. So I can't, like, if you were to retire now, 
I would have him in good spirits with me, but I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I just hope he comes back and at least like, I hope this year he pitches at least 10 games. Cause last year he pitched like four, got hurt, never came back. So I think they're in, they're in for a long, long rough patch. See, so. Steven Strasburg is one of those names that like, he was one of the first people I knew when I started like actually paying attention to players in major mm-hmm. league baseball. Like otherwise growing up, it was, my dad and I would throw in a Brewers game or a Tigers game or something on TV. I didn't know who anybody <laughs> was. I knew who Ryan Brown was. Oh, the was that. Ryan Braun, he was my favorite player of all time. Then when he got suspended those couple times, <laughs> I was done with him. I was done with him. I, like, wasn't, I was done. I had I faith with Ryan Braun through what? thick and thin. Honestly, I was, I, was, a bigger I was one fan of those kids, though. <laughs> Probably. I was one of those guys, though, that was like, play by the rules or get out. You know, that was my thinking back then. Oh, like, Granted, like he's he's been good for the Brewers mm-hmm. for a long time, basically his whole career, I'd say. But like Steven Strasburg, for some reason, that's one of those names that comes to mind when I think back to those days. Fun fact, uh, big Steven Strasburg fan. I, I bought a Steven Strasburg jersey before he even made his MLB debut. Sold it to me. Sold it to me. <laughs> but yeah, oh, I... God. Yeah, can, can I'm I, a big Steven Strasburg fan. And, but, yeah, I love the way you buy things. You just sell them later. <laughs> okay everything time track, i've never bought a professional sports jersey before that's insane just i, you I, buy I one. can't pull the trigger because what if i buy it and the guy gets traded like three weeks later <laughs> like i am so stressed about that hey i bought a strasburg jersey and he's pitched four games since i, I sold it just for like 30 i bucks. literally it was 20 20 bucks, 20 bucks. okay time out while we were while i we, never I, I never wore the jersey a single time while we are talking about the nationals i've just got the worst news i could ever see Patrick Corbin is starting opening day. Who oh, posted yeah. a six ERA last year? Oh yeah, against the Mets. Pete Alonso is going to hit seventy home runs. Hey, Alonso getting his first and second uh, on the bright side, and third, Can't and fourth, wait. and fifth, and sixth. We're going to bat through about seven times. It's not animal. Oh, I, is he even still on the team? I haven't looked. What? I don't know. Maybe the Mets will be good as long as Patrick Corbin's pitching every day. Yeah. Well, they're going to see him a lot. So as long as the Nationals keep marching him out. Hey, good good thing though. Carter Keyboom's hurt, so he can't suck ass on the field. What what is he like? Jake, Jake. I was playing the show with Jake the other day, and Jake, Jake, just always like he has so much optimism for Keyboom, but at the same time, like the way he plays, he just hates him. <laughs> Jake's like, hey Matt, guess what overall Carter Keebum is? What was he like a fifty or something? He was like a low fifty. <laughs> no, he was a seven. He was a sixty-four overall, and I'm like, that's too high. <laughs> you were so, you were so high. I still kind of am because he has it. I think has what? <laughs> something. What is it? He has pop when he can. It's only he well, just has I mean, to hit the ball you have first. Boom in your last name, you gotta have a yeah. broomstick. You know? He his no, first at broomstick. His first at bat in professional baseball. His first two at bats were home runs. So was Jerks and Profars. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a name I haven't heard in the Jerks and Profar was like a top boy. overall prospect. And I just freaking yeah. So was Kibo. <laughs> I mean, but, like top prospect in baseball, dude. Uh, Guess who was kind of popping off in spring training for the Nats? 
D Strange Gordon, dude, he's batting like three hundred. I was watching their game against the Mets. Former batting champ, you know. Dude, I like. I'm actually happy that he's playing well because I want him to be on the. team. I was surprised so. that he wasn't on a team for the yeah. last couple years. Like, you think I think the COVID would, year right. he he opted out and then nobody signed him. Well, you think someone would have even last year? You think someone would have took a flyer on him? You know, former All Star. He sure baseman. didn't sign. I thought he signed right. somewhere. I mean, he was in minors, but he wasn't in big oh, leagues. And, yeah. yeah. Well, good thing about the Nationals you, is they're a minor league team in disguise. You so. can't tell me that there's. <laughs> What thirty second basemen that are better than D Gordon? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it just kind of scared people off that he was getting older, but I he like from what I've seen so far this spring, he's still yeah. he's not as good as he was, well, but he can still hit the ball. It's him, it's him getting speed. older, and he's like kind of a boring like hitter. Like yeah. he, he doesn't hit for power ever. Yeah, he's a big big single guy, fast on the bases and. Can help your team in that way, but still, yeah, about not, fifteen bags. Not flashy. Speaking of yeah. speaking of that, like uh, I was watching that game that you were watching too mm-hmm. against the Mets. Oh, Robbie Cano making an appearance. Hey, he's allowed him. in the league. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I wa- I started Robbie watching. Robbie Cano, don't you know? See, I got off of work late, so I turned it on in like the seventh inning. I didn't see him playing. One yeah, of my he was, favorites. He's playing ever. first base. That's a good place for him. They moved him to where all the Roy people go. Gotta be this way. <laughs> he's he's another one that like yeah, thinking back fun. to like early baseball when I was getting into majors. Robinson Cano, he was always there. I was because I, I grew up like when I was young, grew up a Tiger fan, and my dad was a diehard Tiger fan. So I was I was raised to hate him. Yeah, him, I the only player I wasn't forced to hate was Jeter because he's from Michigan. Obviously. Yeah, but like A Rod. Um, Cano, like they were shit. They were the worst because you were a Tiger fan. And he still has one of the nicest swings of all time. Beautiful. Who else has injured? Um, like there's a Acuna. Yeah, but he's been injured. Yeah, he's been injured. But I don't know. Do you guys feel like that the shortened spring training has anything to do with all the injuries that are happening? I do. Yeah, I personally do. It's like. With the lockup, like who knows how much work these guys are getting in, mm-hmm. you know? And then they just instantly come back, and it was very short turnaround before they started playing games. Yeah, rushing to it. Yeah, I, yeah I, I was very surprised when they announced that the season was already starting next week. I thought they were going to push it back till at least mid-April. Mm-hmm. Like it just – it feels too quick to me. It doesn't – it's – um oh, what was it? The NFL was having a ton of injuries. I think they had a similar situation where they had a lockout and they came back real quick. Yeah. Was that the year yes. everyone was like tearing their Achilles and ACLs? Yeah. Oh, no. It was the COVID year. It was COVID year mm-hmm. 2020 because they weren't yeah. sure how things were going to work. And then it was very short and rolled into preseason the few, first few weeks of the season. It felt like everybody was getting hurt. And mm-hmm. I think it's same situation. It's just, their bodies yeah. just aren't. In yeah. that condition that where they should be at this time. I think yeah. this is this like first couple of months is gonna be the biggest test for managers, maybe in the history of baseball is like figuring out how they're gonna manage all these pitchers. Like, yeah. are you gonna let them go six seven or? And you yeah. can't. You can't. You gotta protect them. I like uh, on the topic of pitchers. The other pitcher that I thought of that's hurt is Glasnow, mm. and uh, oh, yeah, how, how that affects like or not the, the rate. Tommy John. Tommy John. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking of the football injuries at Brad Brown. <laughs> Different sport, big injury. <laughs> Different sport, big injury. But, but losing, losing Glasnow for most of the season, I, I think that uh, gives uh, 
a guy that I drafted a uh, big opportunity. Who? Daz. Oh, Shane Boz. Shane Boz. Yeah, and what Brad was oh, saying that, too, yeah, Kluber, the uh, Shorten and everybody's did. like coming back, but like so quickly with not knowing how much work they did. They didn't have access to facilities that teams had, and they kind of had to rely on themselves and people they knew to kind of stay in shape. And I would imagine it's probably not as um, thorough with it as the teams would be. So it's kind of, I think that might be a factor. But I think, I think a lot of it too is necessarily like, thorough. I don't think it's just like you you don't prepare yourself for MLB games and coming out. Yeah, and like yeah. going full speed. Like if you do 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 it on your own, it's nobody's going hundred exactly. 100%. Yeah, it's hard to. It's like it's working like, out. It's hard to push yourself when you're on yeah. your own. Mm-hmm. You can't simulate the that. Yeah. Intensity. Exactly. I, I wonder if like different. this thing will be like a factor. Because they had no limitations and they had no set scheduled throwing programs, do you wonder if like overthrowing during the lockout is an issue? Do you think like because they didn't have their coaches and stuff, you know, having set days and stuff like that with them? Do you think that some of the pitchers were overthrowing throughout the offseason? That could have happened. I would imagine. Yeah. You, some some people don't know how to manage themselves in an off season. That's why you have coaching, and that's why uh, and managers need to know what you've been doing too. That's the other thing is if you say one thing and you that's not what happened, then a manager is going to put you in a situation where you're vulnerable. Yeah. And I think that's the, the communication thing is going to be the like, the early thing. That's why we're seeing injuries. I think is bad communication. Yeah. By by guys that you know when you played, oh my arm's good. You know I, I threw you know X number of pitches all every day for however long, and you, you might not I mean, have. That's, yeah, that's, well, that's baseball. Like you would think about Gronk when NFL came back. <laughs> Apparently, he had recorded himself doing the workouts like four days in a row with different colored shirts on, and just kept saying the same recordings. Yeah. Right. But back to like when you said you don't know if they have been throwing enough and stuff, you would think. These are MLB players, like, they they probably have connections, ways to do it. Think back to when the NBA came back from COVID. Steph Curry had to go buy a basketball hoop because he didn't have one at his house. Like, how, how insane is that? Literally more three-pointers than anybody in history. He didn't have a basketball hoop. Like, so you could you got, got keep that in mind. Like, it could be same situation. They might they might not be set up at for home. They want that separation, you know? But, yeah. but even like you said, like, how – you know, the ma- the manager's got to know, like, how much you've actually done and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all baseball players. We have all lied to our coaches. Like, what? does your arm hurt? No. <laughs> After you threw on, like, a whole shit ton of icy on. I think yeah. Matt was one of the worst. <laughs> well, it's because he didn't want to get yeah. in trouble by his dad. <laughs> Matt, Matt would be in the outfield just rubbing his elbow. Man, it hurts so bad. Oh. Matt, get on the mound. You're good to go. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there goes. True thing. No. Did your dad make you call him coach your dad? <laughs> he never really coached me in baseball. Yeah. No. Oh, my dad. I just call him dad. Only back when we were on the, but, uh, the twins, yeah. yeah. He, kind of, uh, he, he knows I know more baseball than him, so he kind of just let me do my own thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Icy Hot and Ibuprofen was Matt's friend back Mason, Mason and I were talking about this yesterday because we were on a road trip. And we passed the – Baseball field, our first ever high school baseball game was at. First ever for our school because it started that year, right? And uh, we remember our starting pitcher. He was the oldest guy in the team. He was junior. He comes out off the mound after a second inning. I see him popping more Ivy Pro. <laughs> <laughs> Literally two innings into the game, he pitched six that day. <laughs> so 
Yeah. And his arm was shot most of the year. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> you know, I like, think he only pitched maybe one or two other times that year. Yeah. Because he was he was done. But, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think I feel like baseball players they're gonna say they're fine and they're ready until something happens where they actually get hurt. So yeah. I, I think that's they're, gonna they're, be the biggest. They're problem. only human. They have egos. I yeah. mean, they're in the pros. I mean, they they should have big egos. You know? <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think it's a lot of sports, and it's just we're closest to baseball. It's like you have that passion. You want to be out there playing. You and, know? and you like, don't want you don't to take, take your take job. A break. Exactly. That was something I had because I was in other things like robotics in high school. Every single year, I left at the beginning of the year <laughs> for two tournaments and then two of the years for three or uh, one year four, right? And every year I came back and didn't have a job anymore. Granted, I shouldn't have had one. I <laughs> but either way, like I was losing it to people that definitely should not have, you know? Nate Murray. I went to school with Nate. Yeah, so. we are, are we going to talk about our team favorites right now? Like who we like sleepers division or yeah, sure. Do you want to start Mason? Who, who Who is your sleeper team? Well, you know, I picked the Mets last year. Um, you know, I'd I'd like to pick them again, but I'm worried about the pitching. I don't think that's pitching. a sleeper team, dude. Well, no, yeah, it's not <laughs> a sleeper team. It's not I a sleeper team. Anyway. Off the rails. I I want to pick, I, but I really want to pick the Tigers because I think they I think they are a sleeper team and could could pick up a good season. They're definitely making the playoffs. They can could maybe even steal the division. I got hope, baby. You know, it's the Tigers. You know, so they might disappoint us, but. Uh, I have hope, you know, that that's kind of, I, you know, we, they may not win the World Series, but I think they're going to do well in the playoffs. We, we saw, we saw Torque's first minor league home run. Professional. Home I run. Get that his, sounds so much better. I get to see his opening day, major league debut. Tigers all the way, baby. You going to kiss him too? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> this, is how you, this is how you talk about Trey Turner. That's true. And Juan Soto. Yeah. Well, used to. I used, I used, I used to. Are you saying you wouldn't get something <laughs> I'm not saying I wouldn't, <laughs> but okay. Uh, define I, sleeper team, like like team that's a, gonna make the playoffs or that's gonna exceed like expectations. A team, a team that you know will probably be in the playoffs, but you think you know it's kind of not talked about enough when it comes to the World Series debates. Um. Well, I don't know. I like that team, man. I like okay. A team that I don't think. They're gonna be as bad as or they're not gonna be as bad as everyone says they are, is what the first thing that came to my mind. So I was kind of thinking about that, and I, I don't know. Is I let me. I gotta think about this for a minute. Okay, I'll tell. I'll say mine. Um, I'm gonna say, I'll say the Red Sox. I feel like you know, the Red Sox. Everyone thinks that the Blue Jays, um, are gonna own the division. You got Tampa, but I think the Red Sox have, you know, they've improved a lot as far as, you know, getting Trevor Story. You got an infield that includes Devers, Bogarts, and Story. Um, I feel like the one question with the Red Sox is obviously going to be the pitching. You know, you don't know how Chris Sale is going to do. Um, you know, you lost Eduardo Rodriguez to the Tigers. But, you know, I feel like the Red Sox are always good, no matter who they have. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They always have players that step up and fill their roles. Um, I don't know. I just see, you know, Alex Cora. First of all, like, Alex Cora is a really good manager. I don't think he necessarily should have got a second chance with the Red Sox, but 
He's definitely one of the better managers in the league. He'll have them ready. You know, I think they might not win the division, but I feel like they could be a problem in the playoffs. Yeah, I could like the Red Sox. Yeah, as you said, they're just always good. No matter who, they could have a bunch of minor leaguers and they'd still probably make the playoffs. But I think I got it. Like one team that came, or two teams came to mind, both in the same division were the Mariners, but I don't even know if they count anymore. Because of the moves they made, is uh, Julio Rodriguez getting called up? I haven't looked. They I don't can know. definitely still exceed expectations. Yeah, yeah but I think I... a team that's going to be one team I do want to talk about more that I want to see and has an actual shot at making the playoffs this year is the Angels. Because I mean, you have Rendon coming back completely healthy. You have Mike Trout healthy, hopefully. Shohei coming off a great season, and then you add Noah Syndergaard. You have um, Jared Walsh at first, who's one of the better hitting first basemen. Two young guys with Joe Adele and Brandon Marsh. It's a lot of talent, and I think they're going to exceed the, oh, they don't have any pitching, so they're not going to make the playoffs. I think this year, but they will make the playoffs. But I think like even with their pitching, like they still are relying on too many ifs with their pitching. Like you're you're relying on Cindergard being the old Cindergard. You know I mean, right. yeah. You, you have Otani, but they don't really. Other than you know, if Cindergard can be back to his normal self, they don't really have a like a higher level number two. You know what but I mean? If you look at it though, uh, the Angels always have one guy every year that nobody thinks about that just pitches really well. Like who? A couple years ago, uh, <laughs> Dylan Bundy, who thought that he was gonna be. But he's never thought been thought of a you know almost wasn't. all-star caliber yeah, player. He still wasn't too. He's he like had a good he, season. There's well, a difference. Yeah, no, but there, like there's he, a difference. Every, there's a difference between being a really good number two and having a good year. No, like, there's but the also, whole thing. There's around... also a difference between breaking out as a number two. <laughs> like, it, it, even if you have a good season, you may not break out as a good number two. Yeah. Like it, consistency. Yeah. Well, where, where's Dylan Bundy been since? Yeah, it's it's every year that it's somebody different, like, and they go back to normal. But I'm just saying, like, people see the Angels as having zero pitching whatsoever. They always have somebody somebody that's reliable. They got and, some pitching. I wouldn't say zero pitching. They got some pitching. No, but that's the whole meme about the Angels. Oh, they're all offense. They can't. Pitch. I mean, they've wasted and, Mike Trout. Yeah, but I mean, the Tigers three years ago had some pitching, but. <laughs> Doesn't mean it was good pitching. I'm just saying they had, they had like, guys with uh, arms. <laughs> that, that's what you're, you're trying, you're trying to say that these guys that are the other pitchers on the Angels are like more than competent, and that has not been true. Like they, Andrew Heaney, they have not been good. Dude, 2019, Andrew Heaney was like serviceable. That's but then after that he was never serviceable. But there's a difference between serviceable having four serviceable pitchers plus one good pitcher is not a recipe for success. It's like four Michael Pineda along with Justin Verlander. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Above average pitcher, not middle of the pack, not superstar. But who, we'll go out and who, get you a decent, who, too good who, start. Who has the Angels had that's been above average? I'm right, gonna, I'm gonna hit you with this bat. <laughs> let's break it down. We got Otani, Rendon. No, no, no. No, I'm talking about pitchers. Just pitchers. I'm sorry. 
So you didn't okay, have Elgato Tani. <laughs> yes. I'm, 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 I'm talking about like absolute mid. Like mid. I'm saying like you you're saying they've had serviceable pitchers. Who have they had that's been serviceable? Dylan Bunt. I'm telling you, it's like everybody's hey, no, no, shut, shut the fuck up for five fucking seconds. Let me talk. It's literally they have one good year. Name's the most mid pitcher ever. He was okay. being t- okay. We get it. We get it. <laughs> We're sorry, Jake. Oh, he's fired up. You're all fuck this boys. I don't you know that. Except for Brad. I'm Brad was nice agreeing with us. What do you yeah. mean? Yeah, but Brad's being nice about it. You guys are being tool bags. We're the same. Hey, sometimes when your tanks you're are saying, ridiculous, we get to be You're ridiculous. saying above average pitcher that you just say the biggest mid pitcher. Dude, See, they, time you, okay. Time that, out. Time out. Mediation, right? It's okay. Everybody can have that one year where they have a decent year, like good for their standards. Yes. Right? That's so what like, I'm talking about. Time out. Time out. That right? It's good for their standards, so it makes them look good for that year. And then they go back to their normal self. That's yes. what he is saying. He's not saying they're absolutely elite. Right. He's just saying they have but, a good but, year. They but but, but, but we're not saying they're elite. He's saying they're above average. He did say For above the average. year. For the year. Okay. Getting, I, I think, getting it, I think one, it depends on your definition of above average. Get, getting lucky and having one guy have an above average year for that player's standards is not acceptable to say – they always have a like guy that's kind of a number two. Oh like, heck yeah! That's just lucky. I had like they a just seven get point. Lucky. Yeah, that's basically right we're okay. We're agreeing with different words because no, it's not. Oh, no. <laughs> Listen, let me okay. Let me try to explain this where you will understand in your smart person brain. Okay, okay. So Bundy, he as an example, don't say shit. Average for ERA plus is a hundred. Say he'll have like. 105 to 110 that is above average not elite not great but it was literally just one year that's like wow he was good and he shit the bed after that and the year before it was andrew heaney who had a decent year in the COVID season and last year patrick sandoval had a good season so he's gonna fall off this year cindergaard's proven himself to be a good pitcher before Uh otani is well, God. So by so the there's gonna be God. There's gonna be a like it's it's always just an angel's thing that is mid that has a decent <laughs> yes season. yes that's what you're saying yes and you think that matters why why <laughs> <laughs> that's before, all I'm saying before I'm this, just saying all it he said was it's matter. a sleeper pick before uh, this yeah, past I mean, year they can be a sleeper pick by being them in general though because they before, have good offense and like. Everybody's healthy. That's a See, reason. I, I agree with him in the fact that the Angels could, can be a sleeper pick. I just don't think that the they have the pitching. Right. Like, right? Sure, you can have Otani and Cindergard, but, but you can't have three guys that before, you don't know what you're going to get out of them. Before this year, Otani, like in previous years, showed that he had promise as a pitcher, but he was always not good as a pitcher. Exactly. So they like, have zero. <laughs> so right now, if he, like, because I think he's the only person that can really carry it because he finally figured out what to do. I think he can carry it. Syndergaard's proven himself before, but it's always that one stupid fucking pitcher for the Angels that nobody's ever heard of has an all right year, can get him through. 
But now that right, they have let's, two, let's, they, let's they, they have a one and two. I would like the prediction. Which one of those? I, wait, which one of the pitchers on the roster is that pitcher? First, first of all, first trying of to think. I'd like to clarify. <laughs> I don't know. It's always random. I like to clarify this good season by Dylan Bundy happened to be the COVID season where he only had eleven starts. Yeah. How did your Tigers pitchers do in the COVID season? Probably pretty shitty. Hmm. Hmm. Exactly. Anyway, you're, you're just proving my point. Anyway, starts, we're rounding. Set, we're gonna. Set, I'm wait, gonna it says the one that says that that World Series doesn't count is also saying that these stats now count. Doesn't count. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's like that's a that's a there. that's a pride for my team. <laughs> just like the throw. Anyway, I think the Angels make the uh, wild card. Like that's, yeah, that's where I see them making them. That's, but, re- that's respectable. I think their offense could carry them. To be honest with you. Yeah. But I I feel like they're gonna put on enough of a show that'll be interesting to watch. I'd love to see them make the wild card. I think they're gonna be like super freaking close, but just fall short. Right. That's that's my prediction for them. I just see. I think so that... who's your sleeper team, Brad? You got a sleeper team? I don't know if I do. You guys keep talking a lot about Matt, the got... Tigers now that they're bringing up Torkelson and hopefully, my... no, I said hopefully boss. bringing up Riley oh, Green when they come up, where when he's healthy again. Shout out the Yankees. But <laughs> Breaking just, his foot, Mike. I don't know. I, I think because I think I associate the Tigers with Detroit, obviously, and Detroit with the Lions. Hey I now. feel like it is so difficult for me to hey now. predict anything out of a team coming out of Detroit. Don't be throwing haymakers. <laughs> because I've been to, I think, just two Tigers games now in my life. The first one, they lost 8-3. to three. The second one, they lost to the White Sox 13-1. to one. So, maybe you should just not go to any games, Brad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I live too close. Uh, maybe, Brad. Uh, you're, you're not coming with us. I just stay I away have, from Comerica for the rest time. of your life. When we go to the Brad, I'm buying you season tickets. When, when we go to the Tigers Angel series, you are no longer welcome. That might not be. No, right. you're invited. All right, but Matt has I'm no just saying, here. I I have such a hard time. I have a hard time feeling like the Tigers are going to get it done this year. I think next year. I don't know. That's that's my personal thing. Again, that's, I, that's I, really it. I think the Tigers are probably going to pick a totally new organization away from the Brewers and Tigers after the Tigers just they, you could be a national completely fan. blow it out of the water this year and win the World No Series. one wants to be a national Nobody wants to be a national but I, I, I earn a lot of money with that. I, th- I think the Tigers, <laughs> like, I think they'll be in the running for the playoffs, like, you know, with the added two uh, teams or whatever. Yeah. I think they'll be around 500. I don't necessarily think they'll make the playoffs, but I think that they'll be in it at the end of the season. They will be much better than how last year ended up. And last year was a promising year. I mean, yeah. they were they were awful the year before, and then A.J. Hinch came in, and they almost that's, got the 500. That is true. That is true. They, especially towards the end of the season, I felt like they pulled it together a bit. Yeah. I think with more time, yeah, they, they should be. They started out like 9-20, and 20, yeah, and then bad. in April, and then they – we're above 500 for the rest of the year. When Miggy was actually hitting good, they were doing bad. <laughs> then when he was yeah. hitting bad, they started doing good. Yeah. All right. I, I have I have one thing I want to add with the Tigers. Their X factor this year is not going to be Torque. It's not going to be Riley Green. I think it's going to be in my head. I see if Akil Badu has a good like all around season, Badu, then they're going to be in a really good spot. Yeah, I think, you know, just watching Akil Badu, like, sure, he strikes out a lot, but 
you can just see the talent that the kid has. I mean, he needs to short, uh, like shore up some things on the defense side of the ball. Not a very strong arm, but there's plenty of good outfielders that don't have strong arms. Just right. know when to use their arm. Like you know what I mean, look back through history of like really good outfielders. Johnny Damon was super good. He had Johnny the Damon worst, had a rag worst arm <laughs> I've ever seen in an MLB. <laughs> look at the throw to the cutoff of Manny Ramirez. <laughs> But, yeah, like, sure, he has some stuff that he can shore up. You know, he makes a couple of mental mistakes in the field every now and then. But, you know, the, the kid's got promise with the bat. Um, but, yeah, like you said, I feel like I feel like the X factor for the Tigers is going to be their young pitching. You know, you kind of know what you're going to get out of Myers and Scooble. But I think, you know, Manning, you don't know what you're going to get out of him. You know, he's been a top 20 prospect his whole since, – ever since he's been drafted, drafted out of high school. And last year he had like a five, what is it like five eight zero? And I think if he can have even like a four three, you know, that'll definitely help the Tigers and lengthen the rotation. Yeah, that'd be huge. I I hope Mize has a big step up again because uh, his first season not so good. Last season a little bit better. Hopefully this year has another step up he, in the right direction. He seems like a guy that is just gonna continue. He's never gonna get worse. He's always going to improve on something every year. One one thing with Mize, though, is, like, you watch him, he has, like, the almost exact same uh, mechanics as Garrett Cole. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, Mize, he, early in his career, he hasn't struck out a lot of guys. I think he needs to prove on his strikeout rates, you know, for him to become elite. He's spring so far. Yeah. Really striking out if, he can, if he can get the command on that splitter that he has. Well, that's the thing. When he was coming in the league, gonna be the splitter was his plus-plus pitch. And mm-hmm. ever since he's been in the league, he's struggled with command, and he hasn't really thrown it. So if he can get that back, you know, that'll definitely help his strikeout rate. If he gets that pitch under control, like, at least 90% of the time, he's going to be top guy for a while in that organization. Who has a lot of good pitchers coming up? Do you, you guys want to talk about fantasy teams now? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Brad, Commissioner Manfred Jr. <laughs> so, what, what are your some takeaways from your fantasy team? So, uh, for context, we started a legacy league this year, right? So, we've none of us have done it before. We're gonna, we're still deciding how many players we'll get to use as keepers until next year and keep them for next year. Um, I mean, we have few months to figure that out, I feel like. I think as long as we have it down by, like, 10 playoffs comes around, we're probably good. Um, yeah. But I, overall, I don't know how to play fantasy baseball. That was <laughs> last year. I drafted Tatis, like, third or fourth overall. I traded him three to four weeks later. Biggest regret of my life. Um, and everybody else I drafted was from the NL Central because I thought it would be fun. And I almost made the playoffs. It was a great day. Uh, today... Overall, I feel like everybody had a pretty solid draft. Like, I feel like there wasn't one team that was just complete trash. Jack. <laughs> Jack wasn't great. Jack. But at Not the same, at the same time, I think like he has solid foundation. Okay. I think if he needs to, he can still build on his free agents mm-hmm. that are out there. Okay. With, with he Jack, could. he definitely had a couple questionable picks. I mean, he took Yelich a little early. I think Third round. Had, I think I Jack had the most questionable picks of the draft. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, had, they he, had some bad. Good, he had some good picks, but it had some uh, had some some head, head scratchers. He took to Carlos Santana. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> he took Carlos Santana pretty early. His first uh, first baseman there. Very early. Way too early. 
Oh, I'd uncomfortably early. Also, Jesus Aguilar a little early. I would Quite like early. to break a trade right now. But what was trade? Um, so I was offered Tejon Walker, Juan Soto, and Jazz Chisholm for of course you take it Francisco Soto. Lindor, Byron Buxton, and Emmanuel Class A. So I know you're gonna take it because you want Soto. Yeah. I have him yeah. and Vladdy on my team now. It's game over. That's a thousand points on the season. I would, I would, I'm probably going to be going through my lineup pretty extensively, like Monday, Tuesday. This my, my team must be shit. <laughs> no one wants my players. Then, yeah, well, that, I mean, that was that was me and Jake's trade or whatever. And we like, I was like, I know he really wants Soto, so I'll. Oh, that's cheap. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll work away hey, no, to he, get myself some good players. Jake probably he, bribed you. He, no, he played. I, I'll, I'll, I offered pay, him. I'll pay for your Tigers dude, tickets if you give me one. I, soda. I offered him. Uh, my first offer was Byron Buxton and uh, Bobby Wood Jr. And he said no. You didn't want Witter? I don't want. I didn't want Bobby Witt. No. Why you could have used him as a future pick? If if we're only keeping six or eight, it, it might not even be useful yeah, to keep him. It's hard. That's like, why. That's, that's why that's I took Franco thing. right away. It was it's like, like I, I don't know if Bobby Witt's going to be even keepable. I, you don't you don't know that yet. So like I I waited <laughs> to take prospects till like later. He's keepable it's, for it's, me. It's like <laughs> you don't know, either, you know, because Bobby Witt hasn't proven himself at the like at the MLB level yet. So I want your guys' opinion. Um, you know, at third overall pick. I jumped jumped on the Mike Trout train. What, what do you guys think of that? A little bit of a reach for being at 19. But, I don't know. But if he's healthy, then it's a great pick. Yeah, if he I stays agree. healthy, great the pick. Only thing, I, the only way I call it a reach is if he gets hurt again. See, like I was looking at it, I'm like, I could take Garrett Cole. But I was like, he, I could take Vlad. He broke Riley Green's foot. I can't have him. No, I, I, I thought it was – I don't know. I, I just think like Trout went healthy – He's probably one or two of the best players in baseball. Yeah. Either probably rotating with Otani. So I'm like, if I can get him at three and he's what? he's good. Otani's one, a G, but one so thing I'm curious to see this year is Joe Mann has said You can't tell me Otani's uh, not the best overall baseball player. Not after one year. I think if he can Top do it five. again this year, yeah, then if, he he does, if he does it again, then yeah, yeah. that that'd be it's unreal. Just, it's just that that's but, premature. Yeah, I saw I saw something. Joe Madden's thinking about trying out Trout as the leadoff hitter for him a couple times this year. I want to see how that goes. I think it'll work. Leadoff tanks. Yeah, because so if he does it, if he leading off huh? right now, Otani's leading off right now. Right? I think so. Yeah. No, but if they keep Trout there, if he doesn't hit a home run, that's and he gets it in the gap, that's a double every time. Because yeah, he's fast. Already on the way to scoring. Yeah. So I think it'd be a good play. I think like that's how I always thought of Mike Trout as like the ultimate leadoff hitter. That's like not what Otani does for you. Well, I mean, I mean Otani already does it. I mean, if you know, had the question is, right? is it, will Mike Trout be comfortable in that situation? Yeah. Like, you know, some people just was don't like batting, leading up. I can't. I like, was he batting two or three? I liked it because I could just. So anyway, I couldn't hit. Yeah. You, you know, first pitch three, is probably going to be a fast. See, I was one of those pitchers that would always shake off the catcher when he called fastball first pitch of the game. If I was starting, I'd want to throw a curve immediately, just keep him on their toes. No, I'm like, and if they, they would never let me, so I'd throw a fastball and I'm, I'm like, like, shot three miles over the right field wall. If this was me, I was like, if they tank me, kudos to them. I mean, I'm not throwing a ball first pitch my, of the game. This is high school baseball. Yeah, my two favorite baseball memories from Mason and I pitching the same games together. Uh, I think it was sophomore year. I started a game. I pitched like 
four and a third or maybe five innings or so. And uh, we had a lead. Mason came in sixth and blew it for us, and we lost. <laughs> and then senior year, oh, yeah. Mason comes in. He got me back. But yeah, I get him back. Mason comes in to start the second game of a doubleheader, and he pitches four and a third. He comes out. We're up, I think, 4-3 at the time. There's guys on first and third, one out. And I get put in. First pitch, guy pops it up to our third baseman. We got two outs. I'm like, all right, here we go. I remember looking over at coach, and he says, keep it low and away. We got this lefty coming up. First pitch was high and inside, and <laughs> about 40 feet over the right field wall. Yeah, this was yeah, not absolutely racist. It was, it was my, the, the, the nastiest home run that I've seen. My, my, oh, ne- my neck at second base hurt just watching that. There's a picture that Jack Hall got literally after that first pitch, and we had two outs, and you can see the scoreboard in back. It's 4-3. <laughs> Two outs, and I'm like wiping the ball on my uniform. Looks badass as hell. And then the next pitch, I gave up a three-run cock shot. (laughs) Oh, my God. So these two were there. This one was pissing himself laughing, and this one laughed at me to my face. Down in Florida, we were down by like 20 or something. (laughs) I was in in left field. And Coach, yeah, he's out in left field. And – the coach is like, yeah, go on the mound, see what you can do. I'm like, okay, haven't pitched ever, but we'll do it. <laughs> I get on. I'm this kid's probably six five. He looked like he could be my dad. We were losing like and, twenty to like two, and we got my, so bodies. I first pitch was a, I wouldn't call it a fat. It was a baseball going towards the zone, right at the top of the zone, like middle high. This kid shoots it over trees about 700 feet i'm looking i I look at matt he doesn't move a fucking muscle i'm standing i'm standing in left field it was hit to like like my right side i like turned and it was like about to run i'm like there's no like so the fence was far it was like i don't know it was like 350 in the corner because it was a big field and there was trees 50 feet, yeah, 60 is, feet behind that. It landed halfway back. Is that Dodger town, by the way? Yeah. And I look at coach and our co- Swanee no, was, was fucking, he lo- pointed at me laughing and I'm like, okay. I look at our head coach. He put his head in his hands and I'm like, all right, that's cool. And I looked at Mason. He wasn't doing anything. I got back to the bench. He's like, nice try. Are <laughs> you looking at me in the outfield? I didn't even watch. I was fucking. <laughs> I'm like, did that dude really just hit it out? Dude, when we're playing against thirty year olds in their prime, at least that's what he looked. He had a he had a beard as big as me. Like, bro, was Mike Napoli okay? Like, I looked and I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm getting out of this ever. We're gonna be here till tomorrow. Was that was that later in the week or? Yeah, I think it was like middle of the week. No, that was because be- you pitched. You pitched right before me. That was before everyone thought oh, I pitched right before you. <laughs> yeah, because okay. I I was I, shitting I was, on I him for giving up a couple runs. I, I knew that like because I was like I was like I know I gave you shit because I gave up a home run before you at some point. <laughs> hey, and I, yeah, it was definitely the same game. But, but the guy that took me deep, I buried it like inside <laughs> on him a fastball, two innings, and like it could have hit him in the back leg. But he still muscled it over the wall. Like, just these guys were insane. But since he mentions that, I'd like to uh, end my story saying it wasn't a home run. 
it was a really, really, really they, far fall. Ball. To be honest with you, uh, we were getting we were, <laughs> we, were, we, were, we were getting killed <laughs> by so it. much. They should have just counted it as a home run for him to hit an FR anyway. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't want that reflected on my. I, I had the same ERA as our ace though. So what was it? Uh, thirty six. I had a zero. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had oh a. Oh my god! I pitched three outs. I had a zero. <laughs> I had a zero ERA, two innings, but a break. It's worse because our ace pitched like 14, 15, or our number two pitched 14 innings. Who? Nick? Goober. And he had third, he had a 36 ERA. Hey, so I I was wow. like by the way, arguably better. Goober. <laughs> Sorry, hey, I can't hey, really say. If, if you ever talk to Goober, worst sports takes you'll ever hear. Bro yeah. is so biased towards Philly, it's awful. I guarantee you ask him right now who's winning the World Series. He's going to tell you the Phillies, yeah, and they're not going to lose a game right. all year. Who, who's oh, winning the station. Super Bowl? The Eagles. <laughs> who's the MVP? Jalen Hurts. That's very bold. Hey, we got really off topic right yeah, now. Yeah, that's my uh, fault. I apologize. No, we are good. Got to tell a couple yeah. funny stories what about else? us yeah. being fucking atrocious. We were... No, I think we got our we got our takes in. Yeah, I know. There was probably like four or five times where we were like trying to focus on talking oh, about one thing. We are trying, and then, to focus and then it just drifted got, in a whole other direction. Yeah, I got one. You guys might want to talk about it on another podcast with the new rules when the deals are signed and stuff. Mm. What about like the, pitching clock banning the shift? Oh, we did that. Oh yeah, yeah that was the that episode was you didn't time. listen to. The yeah, one you didn't yeah. listen to. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. But how about the umpires when they when, when they have a challenge now they have to they have a, they they're gonna have a mic and they're gonna announce it into the whole crowd Ooh, which i i think that's better i think that's better like i mean nfl does it that's nba cool. does it like yeah. uh NBA, i don't know if NBA i don't know you could be like in but, the upper deck you might not be able to see the umpire oh yeah if he calls it safe crappy seats at baseball oh i can't wait for all the hot mic Things that come out oh, though this year. Yeah. That's Dude, gonna be fucking especially hilarious. Especially when freaking someone gets tossed. <laughs> Get the oh, fuck man. out of my face. It's just blaring through <laughs> I, I was watching. You hear somebody 12 streets yelling at me. <laughs> I, I was watching uh Tiger's ejections earlier today on YouTube. And one uh Tiger's playing the Oreo Orioles and uh Kinsler, he had like a inside pitch, whatever that they call the strike. Next pitch, he pops out to center. Freaking chucks the bat on the ground, breaks in half, throws the other half like towards home plate, gets kicked out. And then they like, after they're done arguing and stuff, they like zoom in on Kinsler while he's in the dugout about to go back into the clubhouse. All you see is him be like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the stuff that might be on the hot mic. Oh, that's uh, going to be amazing. I wish, I wish they had started it before Joe West. And before Jim Leland retired. No, that wasn't good. Too. <laughs> hey, yes. how many how many uh, deep drives in the left field? That'll be a four nothing ball game. Are we gonna hear? Oh yeah. Dude, this. to be honest with you though, Nick, I, I consider myself a man of faith. Nick Castellanos is like a menace. <laughs> that bro, like, oh if he hits Will, a home run, lock your doors. Will, yeah. Will <laughs> Smith like slaps the shit out of Chris Rock. Homer the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I guarantee he he has a different fucking eye on the world. He knows what's gonna happen. He's like, I gotta hit a home run to take take the heat off of that. Put it on me. He's gonna say a slur that ends his career. I'm gonna hit a home run. Blue Jays Blue Jays pitching coach gets DUI. Nick Castellanos gets first Phillies hit. Somebody dies at City Field, hits a home run at City Field. What the fuck? 
Like, th- there's yeah. no way that yeah. is just a coincidence. Yeah. Every fucking this time. Ex- this is going to be an explicit co- podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good thing we mark it that way. <laughs> Come on. Let's be real. Like, everyone swears. Why should it have to be? No, yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm so, yeah, I, usually, I, usually, I'm the one swearing the most out of all of us. Unhinged. I like it. <sighs> yeah. Anything I, else? North Carolina, by the way, if you're listening to this, North Carolina's going to win this game. Uh, I don't know. Duke's, Duke's up one right now. I feel good. Do you have money a, on Duke? I got a bet on Duke, yeah. That's just going to stay in the podcast if it takes Mason a month and a half to get this out. Oh, no. We, we're on <laughs> top of this. We get this confused. stuff done oh, right away. Posts immediately. Oh, really? Oh, no editing. Wow. This is all straight oh, from I've noticed there wasn't well, much stuff. No editing. We don't pull anything out. Hey, hey, our our people are supposed to do that. Hey, we're this, me, we're men of faith. This is a, <laughs> we just know it's good. Yeah, right? yeah, this is raw. That's content. why that's why yeah, we're yeah. trying to get you to be it's our raw. manager so you can handle. I, all I this got too much stuff going on for that. Oh, this is important. This should be at the top. I'm already. I mean, I am it's, the league manager. It's for the content. We should have. We could have named the league as like. The diamond something. No, because we don't want to give those dumb fucks no, any no. credit. Yeah. Oh, good point. Hey, <laughs> hey, we, you can, well, yeah, I, do, like, I do enjoy our league. Man. We can make them listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is good. So, yeah, so, sure. Share sure. the league name. Yeah, with our, so our league name, listener. courtesy of uh, me, is the 2010 All-Stars and Nate Murray. <laughs> <laughs> but we got, we got some good names. We got some good names in there. Mine's uh, definitely peaked in 07. Uh, Mason has a pretty good one. RBIs and PEDs. Yes, sir. <laughs> I tried to make mine Seegers my dad and make the abbreviation as SMD, but that was banned. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I was going to make my team coach Kent Murphy's favorite team, but Lame. that's I, I, it is mid. The, the, one, the one you mid. came up with is pretty boring, too. A team never won. I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> I mean, he I had was, Coach Cat Murphy on his mind. He's like, what the fuck is this character? Oh, yeah, don't through, bunt. Fuck, I ain't going to do that. different teams. Call for him. I think overall it's going to be a solid season. Aaron Hernandez is bad. Good, good start to Legacy. But, uh, be fun. I, uh, I'm excited for it. Appreciate y'all letting me do this with you. Yeah, thanks for coming on. You're welcome to come on whenever. Yeah, we need we need more mediation in this. Whenever you're back. Seven hours away. If you want me to like Facetime in or something, I will. We always love a nice guest. We always love a good guest. Well, uh, everybody that's listening, we appreciate it. Thanks for getting to this point. Uh, Add us on Instagram and Twitter, um, and we'll see you next time. Sir.